This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Paint Your Life. It's another news dump which has inevitably turned into another update dump. But it's all good because we also have a hefty dose of those fan favorites like New Mutants, uh, Quibi, and more in this episode as well. But let's start with the updates because we've got an update regarding famous TikTokers that brings us just so much joy. And that's because they're receiving consequences for their actions. But they're TikTokers. They're not supposed to get those. Uh, we spoke uh, at some point over the past week or so about the TikTok party houses that have continued to host events where dozens, if not hundreds of people gather in close proximity to one another with nary a mask in sight. Nary a mask. All in spite of the fact that, yes, there is still a pandemic happening and large gatherings, especially here in the City of Angels, are technically illegal right now. Technically. Mm-hmm. So last we heard from the Sway House, uh, most notably it's Bryce Hall, Blake Gray, some other people. Uh, mm -hmm. The mayor of L.A., Eric Garcetti, had apparently cut off the power to the house that they reside in because of a number of parties that they'd thrown both there and at a separate house a few miles up the road in Encino. And now it looks like the city is taking things a step further by actually filing criminal charges against the TikTokers. Mm -hmm. Quote, in an effort to crack down on parties held in violation of public health orders, Los Angeles City Attorney Mike Foyer on Friday announced criminal charges against TikTok stars Bryce Hall and Blake Gray. If you have a combined 19 million followers on TikTok in the middle of a public health crisis, you should be modeling great behavior, best practices for all of us, rather than brazenly violating the law and then posting videos about it, Fuhrer said at a news conference. Uh, Hall and Gray can face penalties of up to one year in jail and up to $2,000 in fines, the city attorney said, calling the party hosts incredibly irresponsible, adding that he hopes the charges filed Friday will deter others from hosting large gatherings that could potentially spread the coronavirus to partygoers and their families. Now, first mistake, assuming that anyone with a big following on the internet is going to do what's morally right in the first place. Yeah. This man at least is somewhat aware of Jake Paul. Jake Paul terrorized the same city that he represents, right? Well, technically Jake Paul terrorized... Los Angeles, and now... Uh, Calabasas? Calabasas. Yeah. I don't think Jake Paul's ever been a, a nemesis of Los Angeles itself. Well... He's been very smart about picking uh, yeah. uh, small L.A. County cities. Yeah, West Hollywood and Calabasas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, But still, it has to be on his radar. And you would assume that anyone that is above a certain age would look down at uh, a TikTok or a YouTube star and say, hmm... These people, they're probably not going to make the best decision. Yeah, they're, they're motivated solely by doing it for the gram, or I guess doing it for the talk. The clout. The, yeah. You can't let the clout slip away. Yep. But anyways, let's be completely honest here. They won't spend a second behind bars, or probably even enter a courtroom, and this probably won't affect them in any way. The, the $2,000 fine is comparable to a parking ticket for any normal non-millionaire mm -hmm. out there. Even less so, probably. Yeah. Oh, $2,000? Okay, can I just pay you $2,000 in advance for every party that I have? That way we can just not get this all tied up mm -hmm. in the courts. But at the very least, they are on the LAPD's radar, so they're going to have to be a little sneakier about it or, you know, just go to some other stupid TikToker's party instead. There are many TikTokers here in L.A. Yeah. The cops can't possibly catch all of their mansion parties. Mm -hmm. So they do have that uh, going yeah. for them, and the barrier. I, I don't know if we mentioned this, but... Uh, the fucking next door neighbor to the Sway House is uh, composer and uh, musician Mark Mothersbaugh, responsible for some of the best music ever. He had coronavirus like 
He's like still apparently recovering. He had it like a few months ago. He had it apparently <laughs> in the midst of their party, had, was in the worst part of it. Yeah. And it was actually affecting his mental and physical yeah. well-being. He's like up all night. Like, These fucking TikTokers trying almost, to kill Mark Marlebaugh. Almost killed the man from Devo. Yeah. And the man who wrote the Rugrats theme song. Yeah. And countless others. And uh, some great Wes Anderson soundtracks. Uh, yes. Yeah. Leave that man alone. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on to another update to a wild, crazy, and in this case, salacious story from this week. Because it turns out, Becky Falwell, the wife of currently disgraced ex-Liberty University president Jerry Falwell Jr., is a freak. Maybe a... She might even be a full-on sexual deviant. Yeah. And this time, we can kink shame all we want because the latest accusations regarding this conservative evangelical Christian power couple lean way more towards actual sexual assault than the previously reported cuckoldry that she and her husband both willingly participated in. At the very least, it made the recipient extremely uncomfortable yes. and worried. Uh, so in case you missed our episode from earlier this week, very quick, prominent evangelical uh, G- Jerry Falwell Jr. is a cuck who enjoys sitting in the corner of a room, probably rubbing one out while yeah. someone has sex with his wife. Now, in this scenario, the one from earlier in the week, it was a young man named Giancarlo Granda, and but apparently Giancarlo wasn't the only young man that Becky Falwell had a sexual relationship with outside of her marriage. Again, an important side note here, the, the Falwells are people who would burn you at the stake for engaging in any kind of sexual deviancy, while at the same time, participating in the very thing they claim to be against. Yes. And now the latest accusations to surface appear to have taken place without the knowledge of Jerry. Uh-oh. And they happened before they both met the pool boy. Okay. Uh, and it involved one of her son's friends, who was a student at Liberty University. So she's really just batting it out of the park here. So here's from Politico. A former Liberty University student says Becky Falwell, the wife of the university's then president, Jerry Falwell Jr., jumped into bed with him and performed oral sex on him while he stayed over at the Falwell home after a band practice with her eldest son in 2008. The student was 22 at the time of the encounter, near the start of Liberty's fall semester. He said she initiated the act and he went along with it, but despite his rejection of further advances, he said, Falwell continued pursuing him, offering him gifts and engaging in banter through Facebook messages. Quote, she was the aggressor, he said. The article goes on to detail screenshots of specific private messages that were sent to the student from Becky Falwell and uh, confirmation from fellow bandmates who say that they were aware of the sexual relationship at the time. Was her son aware? Because that's fucking awkward. Yeah, I don't think he was. Uh, in the reporting, it's a, it's, it's specifically not their son. Was this a Christian rock band? Yes. Yes. They actually got... Uh, we'll get into it in a second, but they did get some gigs based on uh, the Falwells at the university and various churches. That's amazing. So I'm going to assume... I don't know if 2008 was a little 2000 and late, but they might have had the kooka shell necklaces and the curly hair... And, like, the corduroy jeans. Well, I mean, like, the trends hit the evangelical community, like, five years late. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's entirely possible. But, uh, yeah, Jesus. So, it sounds like every member of this band, except for... Uh, hey, the, you can't the, stop screwing his wife or his, his mom because then we're going to lose all of our gigs. Gonna, don't tell him. Yeah. I'm going to tell everyone else, though. Yeah. I've been fucking his mom. She sucked my dick. Yeah. Now, as far as how the relationship started, uh, 
yes, this former Liberty University student who was 22 at the time. He's now 34. He was in a band that added a member named Trey Falwell. Trey. <laughs> it's me, Trey. Yeah, uh, he's the eldest son of Becky and Jerry Jr. Now, according to the student, having Trey in the band and the Falwell name attached to it could do great things for mm -hmm. them. And right out of the gate, they had an added bonus. They could practice on the Falwell's property in an unused church. Great acoustics. That, yeah. Listen, this is the worst we're going to sound. That so. cathedral echo. Yeah. Uh, quote, members of the band recall Becky Falwell's habit of showing up to their rehearsals. At first, the guys didn't think much of it. She was friendly and hospitable and always offered them food and snacks. It wasn't just a one-time thing, the former student said. It was, oh, hey, guys, I brought you some lemonade. And then she'd always stick around. Dude, I dropped something. <laughs> That's like, she sounds so... like Stifler's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was like, hey, I know I'm a mom, but I want to be friends with everyone. Uh, eventually it got awkward, he recalls. It was like, dude, why is somebody's mom chilling with us type thing? Now he goes on to say that she would always give him looks, but he thought that he was reading too much into it. But uh, then she essentially started showing up everywhere, following him around, and even cornering him privately to tell him how hot he was. Oh my God. Yeah, the pressure uh, is on, dude. Eventually it got to the point where he was allowed to crash at the Falwell residence because they'd be up. Late some nights practicing. Hey, you boys take as much time as you need. I got mm -hmm. the cookies baking in the oven. But here's... You sleep in the soundproof room. Uh, <laughs> it, it is about that weird, yes. Yeah. So, quote, one night in August or September, we were up till one or two, and we went back to his room. We had a decent amount of Jack Daniels, the former student said. He remembered walking into the guest room, just as he'd done many times, closing the door behind him and preparing the bed. Quote, I'm laying there in the bed and I hear like giggling to the side of me on the floor and pardon my French, but I was like, what the fuck is that? I look over and it's Becky just, you know, in my room. I'm like, you can't be in here. This can't happen. So fucking creepy. She was lying in wait. Yeah. And giggling. <laughs> and I checked back 2008. She looked pretty good. She still looks pretty good. I mean, like, she does. She does. She's a good-looking woman. Yeah. Yeah. But a fucking sex fiend, apparently. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Jesus. Uh, after some prodding, he coaxed Falwell into leaving. Please leave. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma you're the mother of my bandmate. Uh, he weird. He slept, woke up, and acted like things were normal. A few nights later, he stayed the night again. Again, Falwell Jeez. came into... <laughs> came into the guest room where the then student was in bed. This time, she was more aggressive. The former student remembers that Falwell climbed into bed with him and quickly took down his pants. Oh my fucking God. I was like, oh, what are you doing? The former student said. Falwell then proceeded to give him oral sex. Uh, the student kept it a secret for years because he didn't want to be a homewrecker because his mom was a huge uh, fan of the Falwells God. and that coming forward could somehow hurt the legacy of the Falwell family. And this all happened the year that uh, Becky's dad, the elder Falwell, died. Or the father-in-law. Jerry's dad, yeah. Yeah. So it was like a real bad time for this to go public because Falwell Sr. had just mm -hmm. died. Uh, not to mention the fact that he could, in theory, have ruined his education at the university that was run by the family. This kid would have gotten marched out of ch out of town and never Jesus. heard from again. She raped that boy. What the fuck? With her mouth. Yeah. In a very in a lot of creepy ways too. Yeah, dude, like that's that's I mean this is hilarious in a fucked up way, but it's mostly fucked up. Like yeah. this is this is thanks seriously good, fucked thank up. Thank the good lord above this child was 22 at the yeah, time. Yeah, and like it was probably probably a great blowjob. Let's be honest. But uh, there know. there could be more too because uh, 
this all came out this week, and he said that she hadn't talk, contacted him in eight years, and she contacted him this week because of the cuck stuff. She's like, oh, things are so crazy right now. How many other fucking, like, has she fucked all of her son's friends? Like, every single one of them? I don't, I'm wondering how <laughs> many people at Liberty University got banged. Or blown. This is wild. Yeah. Anyway, uh, briefly, back to the cuck thing and the absolute landslide of projection that was coming out of right-wing America a few years back as they nearly unanimously adopted cuck as some kind of slur against anyone who disagreed with them. Uh, turns out that, yeah... It actually was projection because according to some research that we're bringing up just to piss them off, yeah. uh, quote, conservative men are more likely to fantasize about sharing their wives. The author of a book called Tell Me What You Want studied the sexual fantasies of over 4,000 Americans from all 50 states and found that, quote, nearly two thirds, 64% of heterosexual Republican men reported having had this fantasy and 30% said it is a frequent fantasy. Republican men also reported more fantasies about infidelity, swinging, and a wide range of sexually taboo activities, including voyeurism. So, take that however you want. Hmm. Yeah. Now, before we get into the rest of the news from this week, let's take a second to wash ourselves off and yeah, thank, thank, thank today's sponsor, Paint Your Life. What do you get for the pool boy that has everything? An actual painting of everyone together so you can never forget your most cherished moments together. And you can do just that with today's sponsor, Paint Your Life. In all seriousness, though, I, I think it would be great to have a wonderful painting of my adorable cats, Tuna and Smurf, and maybe Elliot would like a museum-worthy art piece of his amazing dogs, Lola and Zisu. Yeah, it'd be cool. They wouldn't appreciate it, though. They'd probably I think would... it was other dogs and try to attack it. They probably would. That's how life likes these dangerous. paintings. Got to keep it high off the ground. Yeah. So that's where Paint Your Life comes in. With Paint Your Life, you'll get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. You choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. Their user-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes, and the process is quick and easy. You'll get your hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. You can send any picture of yourself, your kids, your family, maybe even a special place or a cherished pet. The guest room. Whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, <laughs> your son's friends, uh, <laughs> if you want. You can even combine more than one photo into one painting. These meaningful and personal works of art are perfect for weddings, anniversaries, or literally any other reason. It is art, after all. Yeah, at PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love your final painting, the money is refunded. Guaranteed. And right now, as a limited-time offer, you can get 20% off your painting. That is right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, you just text the word PHOTO, all caps, to 64,000. That's photo to 64,000. Text photo to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Uh, all right, now let's uh, get back into the news with some stories from the wide world of entertainment this week. Starting with the fact that, yeah, there's a brand new movie in theaters right now. Oh, wow. What are you doing watching our YouTube videos? You yeah. should be out in theaters. Get back your... in that theater. Pack Pants. that room. But as anyone could have guessed, uh, apparently not worth risking your life over. Yeah, we are, of course, talking about Disney's The New Mutants, a movie that essentially couldn't even be reviewed until it was fully released and someone was brave and or stupid enough to go down to an actual theater with other actual people to sit down and watch the whole thing in its entirety. And that's because Disney simply refused to do any press screenings yeah. for the movie, nor did they send out any screener links to the press. Always a good sign. Yeah, but especially in this scenario where, like, hey, guys, we can't see this movie unless you provide a way to mm -hmm. see it. It's strange that, you know, your big triumphant return, yeah. you don't want it reviewed, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a bit odd because there have been socially distanced drive-in theaters, uh, and, and it's really easy for them to send over a screener for anyone to review, mm -hmm. but no. 
The New Mutants was apparently made for people to see with fresh eyes and a thirst for the unknown. So was it all worth it? Looks like no. Yeah. Sorry for everyone who's been waiting for this movie to come out for like the five years that it's just been sitting on a shelf. But mm -hmm. the film currently has a rating of 23% on Rotten Tomatoes with a slightly higher yet still disappointing audience score of 54%. And uh, the general consensus appears to be that it's not absolutely terrible, but it's still one of the worst leftovers from the Fox Marvel Studios thing before yeah. the company was transferred over to Disney. Uh, basically, it's not worth going out to theaters to see. So I don't know, maybe just wait till it's available to rent and uh, save your one potential virus catching trip out of the movies for Tenet, which also we, as we previously reported, is also getting some pretty middling reviews after months and months of hype. But I don't know, at this point, there's simply no way that that movie could live up to being something worth bringing the masses back for it. So uh, maybe it's unfair, maybe it's not. Uh, personally, we won't know for a long, long time. Yeah, and the whole thing with the behind the scenes with this New Mutants thing is that uh, according to in the, to the chattering behind the scenes in the industry is there's like Disney acquired Fox and all that stuff and New Mutants came with it and part of the stipulation was that New Mutants had to be released in theaters. Well, it's because they'd already signed away the streaming rights to someone yeah. else. So it so. had to be released this way at a certain time and it's just like Disney's just fine. Just mm -hmm. get it out there. We don't even care who sees it. Don't let anyone fucking review it. No one cares. Mm -hmm. uh, Maisie Williams though clapping back on that person today <laughs> on Twitter. Well, no, she was just like, she literally just retweeted a, like, bad review. She's like, sounds great, go see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just like she wasn't taking it very seriously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she filmed it, like, when she was a child. Yeah, She's a it means nothing guy. to her anymore. Yeah. So, there you go. But, hey, if there's any company that can learn from the mistakes they made this year, it has to be Quibi, right? Mm. I mean, they, when every single thing you do is the wrong thing, the only thing that can possibly happen is that you do something right. Yeah. True. And although we're still not interested in watching anything Quibi has to offer, at least they presented something to the public in a way that was both safe and not as annoying as watching something on your phone with ad breaks every five to ten minutes. They hosted a drive-in theater. Wow, it's like a giant phone mounted on, on sticks coming out of the ground. It would have been great, though, if like everyone got to the drive-in theater and they were like, All right, take out your phones. Take out your phones. We synced it so everyone can watch it together. <laughs> but anyways, it was still kind of weird because the show that they screened in full, The Stranger, it was obviously clearly filmed and edited with the full intention of being released on an app specifically on your phone. And the show takes place over the course of a night. So every couple of minutes, there'd be a pause with a timestamp on screen indicating that an hour had gone by. Uh -huh. but, but hey, a Quibi show on the big screen all at once. They're making progress. And we, we have to give them a pat on the back for trying. Still, though, the company will almost certainly go bankrupt by this time next year. But you tried. And that is what counts, bud. Thanks, Quibi. Mm -hmm. Speaking of trying and failing, the U.S. Army is back on Twitch, mm -hmm. but uh, in the very near future. They're going to have to come to terms with the fact that a game, which they'll certainly have to play, is going to deal directly with what they've been hiding from ever since they came onto the esports scene. War crimes. Yes. And that's because of this year's Call of Duty title, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It's a, a very inspired title. <laughs> Call Wonder what we're Black getting. Ops, Cold War. Yeah. But uh, at least there's no numbers on it, and it's not another sort of reboot. Yeah. Uh, from The Verge, quote, Activision and its development studios, Treyarch and Raven Software, debuted a new trailer for the upcoming Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and it happens to feature a somewhat eerie and unexpected new character in the series, actual President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Incorporating a real-life historical and political figure, one whose tenure still has controversial effects on modern-day politics, including the imminent 2020 election, is definitely a move. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an even weirder one when you consider what the trailer has Reagan doing. 
ordering you, the player, and your fellow clandestine operatives to uh, essentially break the law and commit potential war crimes in order to save the free world. Listen, guys, I gave a bunch of weapons to Iran. Oops. And, uh, well, long story short, here's a bunch of crack rocks. I didn't need to go into, uh, like, Compton, the Bronx, <laughs> yeah. uh, just, you know, the urban parts of the country, and just start, start selling. Yeah. <laughs> I need people hooked on this crack. Uh, also, it's just really, really weird and unsettling to see a CG Ronald Reagan. It's, uh, yeah, it's very, I mean, they did a great job, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I don't yes. like looking at it. No, I don't either. It's definitely still in the uncanny valley, yeah. uh, especially just because it's such a, it, it's a recent person who has been dead for like 15 years, but still recent enough that you have an idea uh-huh. in your head of what he looks like. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's weird, and uh, you know, bringing it back around, uh, Reagan was an un- uh, ultra conservative person whose wife had a lot in common with Becky Falwell, the blowjob queen, Nancy <laughs> Davis. Yeah, yeah, she uh, allegedly, allegedly blowjob queen Nancy uh, Davis. Yeah. Well, nice. Uh, anyways, have fun avoiding the war crimes discussion while playing that game, U.S. Army esports team. I mean, to be fair, they're just going to modern play multiplayer. Yeah, modern warfare two had. War crimes all over as well. I mean, all of them. Yeah, every every Call of Duty game, the campaign is just like basically desensitizing the the player to yeah. uh, terrible things that actually do happen. In war. And you can do all this too yeah. with a twenty thousand dollars signing bonus, free college. I guess what? And white wa- white phosphorus? We didn't invent that for the game. That shit's real. Yeah. Turns out you can do all this and more. Yeah. Um, also, also, right before we... Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right Bad before, news. Yeah, literally right before we hit record here, uh, the news about Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. uh, came through. Shocking, because... Uh, absolutely This was not reported anywhere. He kept this extremely private. He'd been he battling had, colon cancer for four years? The the peak of his acting career, where, like... He, he I, did through chemo, apparently. Yeah, he, he did while he had cancer. It's incredible. Multiple Marvel movies. Like, I don't uh, even know how bloods. you get. I don't even know how you get bulked up for a Marvel movie while you're undergoing cancer treatment. That's yeah. insane. Uh, crazy that he kept it a secret so long. Absolutely horrific thing to like open up and see. Or yeah. Just, wait. Like, hold oh, on. What? Because yeah. it was such a surprise. The the last uh, he did like a video chat in March or April and looked skinny, but uh, apparently his PR team washed it away as saying he was preparing for a role. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, it just sucks. It really, really, really sucks. It's yeah, another, I, like, just complete shock. I need to watch the the Five Bloods. Oh, it's great. It's a great yeah, movie. I yeah. need to go home and watch that. Yeah. Anyway, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Gone way too soon. Yeah. Um. Uh, thank you guys for watching our Bill and Ted stream uh, early on Friday. Uh, that was, it was, you know, we had a lot of fun. It was interesting to see you know, what we can do with uh, certain movie integrations. And I hope you guys all had fun watching. Thank you if you participated by uh, watching along. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed the movie after we got finished talking all over it. You could keep that rental for a little while longer yeah. and rewatch it without us talking. Uh, but uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for participating in it. It's always great to show movie studios that we're not total assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thank you for that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, while you wait for a new episode of Weekly Weird News, check out our most recent episode of Tech News Day. And uh, if you want the full story on Jerry and Becky Falwell, check out the episode from earlier in the week for a nice little catch-up. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll see you guys very soon for Weekly Weird News. Have a great weekend. Stay cool. Bye.